You are listening to a Banzai Retro Club podcast. Language and topics may not always be appropriate for younger listeners. Press 1 for a groovy topic from the 1970s. Press 2 for an awesome topic from the 1980s. Or press 3 for a slamming topic from the 1990s. Please choose now. Too late. We have made your selection for you. Let's start the show. Let's get the party rolling. Who want, Does anybody want to volunteer to be first? Uh, I could go first. All right. Scotty's okay. up to the bat. Nice. Nice. Well, then I've got my timer rolling here. I've got uh, recording going. And uh, whenever you're ready. This is a something podcast. I don't think there's anybody back there. You or any of your family ever seen a spook, specter, or ghost? If the answer is yes, then don't wait another minute. Pick up your phone and call the professionals. Ghostbusters! Ghostbusters. Our courteous and efficient staff is on call 24 hours a day to serve all your supernatural elimination needs. We're ready to believe you! Now we know. And knowing is half the battle. G.I. Joe! X. To each other. And... Party on, dudes! Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Bonsai Retro Club. We are going to be tackling something um, that's going to be 80s, and we are going to be talking about just a, a random movie that we've chosen. Uh, one that we're going to try to avoid from the uh, from Dave's list of essential 80s movies, something that's off the off that uh, 140 top. And uh, so we have Dave. Hello, Dave. Hello. And hi, Rose. Hey, Scott. And Suzanne. Hello. So we got the whole gang here tonight. It's going to be fun. So we're going to run through. We're going to do about a you know like Dave have you set the timer yeah timer's rolling oh timer's rolling okay let's get rolling then <laughs> you, as soon as you say hey this is Bonsai Retro Club the timer starts timer's rolling okay yep. all right sounds good so um the movie I am picking which I was shocked I was shocked that it's not on that that essential 80s movies uh is a little movie with Tom Hanks and Carrie Fisher uh, called The Burbs. The Burbs! <gasps> oh. 1989. Can you believe that's not on the list? It's on that not. 140, I mean, yeah, it's not on the list, yeah. and it's nothing that we really spent a lot of time talking about in the past, and that is very right. surprising. Um, yeah. So, yeah, definitely. Let's give that some credit. All Tom Hanks wanted was a quiet vacation at home. This is what I need, Carol. I, I need this. Welcome to Mayfield Place. A typical street in the burbs. Morning, Walter! 
where nothing much ever happened. Walter's dog just took a dump on Rumsfield's lawn again. Until the Klopex moved in. Klopex? Klopex. Klopex. No one goes in, no one comes out. Neighbors from hell. It was a nice place to live. He said he thinks the Klopex are evil incarnate. Well, you're much too smart to fall for that, aren't you, honey? But now... Carol! You wouldn't want to visit there. Ray, this is Walter. No! The Burbs. I'm going over the fence, and I'm not coming back till I find a dead body. Ray, do you want him to take your family, kidnap them, tear their livers out, and make some kind of satanic pate? We found Walter! We got a real problem. I hit the gaslight, I'd run! God, I love this street. Tom Hanks. I think we are overreacting. No. The Burbs. It's one hell of a neighborhood. Hey, honey. I think we should move. So yeah. this is this really this is one of my favorite movies from that time frame. Uh, Tom Hanks is hysterical in it. Uh, the whole cast of characters in it is awesome. Um, you have Carrie Fisher, of course, is his wife. Uh, Ray is Tom Hanks, and then he's got this crazy neighbor, Art, who is... Mm-hmm. I found a Facebook group recently says uh, it's called The Burbs is the Best Movie Ever. And everybody just keeps going off on you know different lines from this movie. There's a lot of good, really quick little lines. One of my favorites is in the beginning of the movie, uh, his neighbor, Art, has a BB gun. He's shooting at birds. Or it might be like a pet, you know, maybe more than a BB gun. Pellet pellet gun, pellet gun, maybe. Yeah. And, you know, Art's shooting something in his backyard, and Ray pops up, or Tom Hanks. He goes, Art's got a gun. Like, that's all it was. But just the way he said it was so hysterical yeah. to me. Yeah. It's just such a, it's such a, Art's got a gun, which is not good, not Art. <laughs> you don't want Art having a gun. <laughs> And uh, just uh, there's so much, um, so much great stuff in this movie. Uh, are you guys, you guys all familiar with this pretty, pretty much? Me not so much. I am. I oh am. really? Okay. Sorry. <laughs> That's okay. I think I've seen little pieces here and there. I'm in the Suzanne camp also. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. It is not something I'm that familiar with at all. But I know that oh, it's wow. iconic. I and in fact I, I've. I've scrolled past it several times when I've been like looking for movies to watch, and for some reason I never click OK to it, um, and I don't know why. And it's like one of those things that I am like, like I'm curious to watch it like throughout because I know that it's very iconic as far as like you know very humorous. Love Carrie Fisher, love Tom Hanks, um, so it's it's going to be something I know I would enjoy. I just haven't made time for it. Yeah. Uh- um, it's got a nice little cast character, too. Bruce Dern is one of the neighbors. Uh, Craig Feldman, of course, is, is Ricky. He cracks me up in this movie. He's got some great one-liners in it, too. Um, uh, let's see. Who else? Uh, Wendy Shaw. She's been in a few things. We probably recognize her. Henry Gibson was, plays plays the, ne- the, the neighbor, the crazy neighbor, Dr. Klopek, which, okay, if... If you don't know the real premise of the movie, it's about these neighbors that move in next to Tom Hanks' character, Ray, and they 
make it, the house looks like it's just totally disheveled. And uh, the beginning of the movie starts off with Ray walking into out into his yard. He's letting the dog out or something. And uh, there's these crazy sounds coming from the basement of the neighbor's house of the Klopex house. And they had just moved in. Nobody saw him move in and nobody saw the other people move out. And it just, it's just, a, it's kind of a horror movie in a sense, but it's a total comedy. And so they need to find out more about these neighbors. So Ray has the whole week off and he just starts focusing on, on getting to know these neighbors uh, with the, with the prodding of his neighbor art uh, mm-hmm. who is, you know, pushing him the whole time to, to get involved and it's just it's it's such a great it's so many funny funny moments in this movie. Um, Rose, which one of your favorite scenes of this? Oh my god, there's just so oh I just watched this movie more times than I needed to. Um, the very in the beginning, um, there's okay. So you have to kind of go back a little bit. So if you remember Mr. Drysdale from the Lucy Show. Mm-hmm. He he's an older <laughs> gentleman now, like older than he was then. So he's yeah. in this movie and he has this little poodle named Queenie and he lets him, her, whatever, go and crap in other people's lawns. And Bruce Dern <laughs> is like obsessed with this dog. And he's like, that's why he has such a green lawn is because he makes her go and crap in other people's lawns, you know. And uh, so he's always like talking about that. So it's just like all the neighbors in the neighborhood have like these little idiosyncrasies and art is like the ringleader. He has like all these conspiracy theories. He just, and he has like nothing else to do. You know, his wife probably leaves him on a regular basis to go out of town or whatever. Yeah. She's out of town. So, yeah. So he comes over through, uh, uh, Tom and, Ray's house and and he just opens the fridge and just starts <laughs> helping himself to leftovers and they're all like looking at him like what the hell and he's just you know did you hear all that noise last night you know and this that and the other he gets the ribs out and he start and so here's Tom Hanks kid sitting there and they're like face to face Art and the kid are face to face and the kid's eating an apple he's eating ribs and the kid's talking about you know I think they're like burying bodies in the in the backyard you know and they have all these black bags they're dragging out he's like oh you mean like grave diggers the whole time they're like shoving their faces full of food and it's just like yeah i think so you know kind of a thing and so finally the parents are like oh would you two stop it (laughs) it's like they're like all zoned in on the conversation and they realize what the hell are you two talking about you know knock it off leave these people alone you know they're quiet whatever you know but as the story goes on the we find out differently <laughs> that's actually my favorite scene they're trying to outgross each other <laughs> yeah it's uh there he it's a moment where art is just he's eating mm-hmm. this like he's sitting down and he's eating all this food and he and he's got the ribs in one hand and he's got something else in his other hand he even takes a bite of the dog food like a he scoops a bite out of the dog food. Yeah, as, but she's feeding as, the dog. As yeah. Carrie, Carrie Fisher's walking past him with a bowl yeah. of of you know canned dog food, and he actually grabs a spoon and dips it in there, and he like makes this face and kind of gets grossed out. But he just keeps eating the rest of it. And at the end, and as they're wrapping up that scene, 
he goes, uh, he says to Ray, hey, do you want to go down to that deli and grab a sandwich? Like, he's just, he's just been mowing down all this food. He's like, hey, do you want to go grab a sandwich? It's, it's a great little scene. It's so funny. Um, awesome. Uh, yeah, just the, the way art pushes Ray's buttons the whole time is just hysterical. That Eric and that actor, um, oh, what's his name? Who plays art? Uh, Rick. Rick Ducommon, Ducommon, Rick uh-huh. Ducommon. He yeah. he actually he's he's dead. He actually died a few oh, years ago. I didn't know that. I just saw something about that. I'm like, oh, I didn't realize he's gone. There's like, there's like a a bunch of um, people from this movie that actually passed. Yeah. Had, That's sad. Yeah, including Carrie Fisher. Yeah, Carrie Fisher's another one. Um, the Mr. Drysdale character. Um, yeah. His character died, or his the the actor died. Bruce yeah. Dern's still alive, right? I think so. Yeah. yeah. And then the other Klopek, the two Klopek brothers, both are gone. They they yeah. were old in that movie anyway. Yeah. yeah. Um. So Corey was in this. Corey Feldman, yeah, he played one yeah. of the neighbors, another neighbor. See, it takes yeah. this, this takes place in a little uh, in a cul-de-sac out in the middle of nowhere, uh, out in the burbs, just out in your mm-hmm. typical suburbia living, and it's just it's there's no there's drama on this little cul-de-sac, uh, and the, the street is called Mayfield Place, and I, oh I my god, Ricky, I live on Mayfield at, Street. Do you? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> So and we do have our own degree of drama, by the way, but go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> so at one point, at, at, towards the end of the movie, Ricky just go or middle of the movie, I think, Ricky's like, I love this street. And he's just, yeah. he's, his character is funny. There's a lot of good little characters in this, a lot of good supporting roles. Yeah. Um, the Klopeks are creepy, creepy brothers. Oh, uh, and then the son that plays... Uh, <laughs> what did Bruce Dern's character call him? He said Pinocchio. Hey Pinocchio, where are you going? Because he's hmm. got he, he he they they're German. They they have very strong German accents, and mm-hmm. uh, it's actually uh, Malachi from the Children of the Corn that plays this the younger of that family. Oh my god, that's guy, oh, wow. that guy is creepy as hell. Yeah, yeah. And, he's creepy. <laughs> and they really yeah. they really made him look. Pretty uh pretty creepy in this one too. Very scruffy looking. Uh, not the long hair that uh that he had like in Children of the Corn, but yeah, yeah, it's 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 good stuff. And they they explain how the Clopex you never see them take their garbage out, but they always have garbage at the curb. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so yeah. what happens is that they the the uh, what is I can't remember the character's name, but his the the Malachi kid, mm-hmm. uh, not Ruben Hans Hans Co- Courtney yeah. Gaines, Courtney Gaines. Mm-hmm. So at one point it's dark out, you know it's nighttime, and the garage door to the creepy house opens up, and this just old beater, like a, a huge Cadillac from the seventies, you know, maybe a coupe or something like that. Uh, but just giant and it drives, it comes out of the, the garage door opens. He drives down to the end of the driveway and he mm-hmm. takes like two garbage bags and throws them into a trash can. And then he takes a hoe 
and he starts like pushing it down into the trash can. So it's like more stuffed in there. Yeah. And then he just starts going nuts and slamming the hoe into the garbage can. Like he's just a maniac. <laughs> it's just so, mm-hmm. And, and of course the neighbors are all watching this for, mm-hmm. even at night. Cause, uh, Art went over to Ray's house and they're out on the porch smoking a cigar and they're mm-hmm. watching this whole, this whole thing happen. They're like, Oh my God, these people are so nuts. And, uh, so eventually they see Ray looks out his window later on at an, another night, he looks out his side window into the neighbor's yard and into the creepy neighbor's backyard. And he sees three people digging holes in the backyard in the pouring down rain. Mm-hmm. And so it, it just keeps building this tension of what's in this house and what are they, what are these neighbors doing? Cause they had this conspiracy that they were uh, killing people. Yeah. Yeah. Which spoiler alert, they end up, they are killers and they have a bunch of bones in the trunk of their car at the very end. <laughs> what the hell? Well, I guess I don't need to watch no. it now. <laughs> No, you do. You were right all the whole long, man, and then yeah. thinking there was well, a Well, Scott just ruined the end. So. Uh, but you don't know how they got to the end, though. See, that's, that's the Red kicker. Red Rover, Red Rover, Red Rover, Send the journey. <laughs> Red Rover, Send Ray right over. Exactly. And, and the Bruce Dern's character, he's a, he's a world, he's a Vietnam vet. So yeah. every morning he's got to go out and he's raising the flag and his wife you know it's got the little baby doll outfit on you know and she's like hella younger where's his camo yeah totally and um so they they decide to do this like um they go over and introduce themselves (laughs) to the neighbors and they all get this you know it's so crazy um there's at one point uh, they walk over and they go up the stairs and one of the stairs I got to get to the top of the stairs. It's like three or four of them. And he's got the wooden porch and the woods all rotted through. And, you know, they, they fall at one of them falls in the, and the, they have to take him out. I can't remember who that was. And then there's another thing where there was like some wasps or something. Yeah. They you know, went to, fixture. they went to, ring, they went to ring the doorbell and the light yeah. fixture next to the door, like yeah. slides, it falls off the, like one of the screws and they get yeah. swarmed by bees. Yeah. And um, Bruce Dern character, Rumsfield, mm-hmm. uh, is at his house and he's out there watering his garden because he takes a lot of pride in his in his yard and his garden. And uh, Art and Ray come running down the stairs. They're being attacked by bees. And and Bruce Dern is like, run to water, run to water. And he's trying to hose them down and they're getting attacked. It's just it's, <laughs> it's a lot of funny scenes. Yeah. Uh, a, it's a really yeah, good lot, scene. I think is. one of my. One of my favorite lines, though, is mm-hmm. um, so Ray and Art, they're, they're the two. Art is a bumbling idiot through the whole thing. But they 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 finally figure out, OK, they think they think they know that they are that these people are murderers. Right. And that they're in uh, I think it's in Art, Ray's basement and they're looking at these like satanic ritual books to try to like they're like searching for clues and uh and art is just like filling ray's idea head with ideas all kind of ideas and uh and ray starts you know going he plugs his ears because i'm not listening to you because he doesn't want to hear art and art goes Mm -hmm. you're chanting ray you're chanting Mm -hmm. listen to yourself 
I want to kill everyone. <laughs> Satan is good. <laughs> Satan is your pal. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, one of the lines that, that I use, even just because it's just so basic, um, when they finally do get in the house and uh, they're like, you know, perusing, you know, looking at everything and, uh, uh, Rumsfeld is it's like, who are these people? You know, and he picks up with this picture and you see this like family in it. And I think Hans is the one that says, it came with the frame. It came with the frame. He's like, it came <laughs> with the frame? <laughs> <laughs> I just, every so often, I just tell people it came with the frame. Yeah, that's a line. <laughs> on that, on that, uh, that Facebook group that I, that I found, uh, that was one of the lines that keeps coming up. It came with the frame. Yeah, it's yeah. just it's good stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, so yeah. It, it, it's so it sounds so like oddly appropriate as far as like you know being a suburbanite myself. You know, it's like you you get to like notice the nuances with your neighbors, and you know you 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 kind of have your own kind of story that you build up in your head. You know, as you're either you know interacting with them or you see them day to day you know and it's like oh the neighbors across the street they've got like you know six cars in their garage in their driveway you know they're and so you put together your story as to what that's like um but it, yeah it, it's like in this in, in the burbs it sounds like you know that's exactly what's happening where everybody's got their own little nuances and, you know, because you've got that one neighbor, I've got a neighbor that's two houses down, exactly like you guys are talking about with the garden. You know, this guy is always manicuring his yard. I mean, always, always, always. I always see him out, him and his wife, always working together and working on their yard. I have no, I don't have that same kind of like, you know, um, devotion to my lawn as he does. <laughs> But it's like one of those things where it's like I'm always going to know this guy two yards down as you know the the lawn guy. <laughs> so you know, it, it, mm. obviously nobody's killing each other as far as I know, luckily. Um, but you know, it's still it's kind of an interesting uh, scenario being in the suburbs because you're with these people a lot of hours of your day, and you get to kind of watch their quirks. Um, and you start to pick up on it, and as you interact with them, you you don't call them out on it, but then you're like, oh, yeah, you're the guy that you know does blank, you know, and it, yeah. it, it's fun. I was just reading in the quotes about um, the story that Art tells Ricky about uh, when he was a kid and uh, about Skip. Uh, oh, <laughs> Skip. And, oh, yeah. Yeah, and it, it gets it's a whole story too, and it's just like he just explains to him, you know, like uh, he's a nice guy. He's forty years old, you know. He's making cherry cokes. Clearly, he's not running for governor anytime soon, you know. And then uh, it was like really hot summer, and then this smell kept wafting from his house, and people were telling him about it, and he's like ignoring it. So finally, you know, lo and behold, cut to the chase. He apparently killed his uh -oh. whole family with an ice cream. And you that know? was, and that, that, they did like a little side, like a little yeah. 
a sideline movie where they kind of portrayed yeah. what the story as the as art's telling the story. And it's actually like art. The the actor that plays art is actually the killer in the story. So it's it's kind of fun yeah. that way. Yeah, he, he yeah. ends up being Skip, the 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 psychopathic uh, yeah. soda pop guy, yeah. soda fountain guy. Yeah. And it, it's it's so funny, you know, because he says his last the line was, yeah, apparently one day Skip just made one too many lemon phosphates. And he snaps his finger <laughs> and, says, and says, oh, snap him. Yeah. <laughs> That's such a great movie. It really is. Very, very good black comedy. Yeah, it's it's hysterical. Ray, you're chanting. You're chanting, Ray. <laughs> you have to check it out. <laughs> I was looking for a new good 80s movie to take my uh, attention. And, you know, <laughs> when we talked about the um, the topic, when we were throwing around ideas today, well, actually, Dave came up with the idea. Yeah. Uh, but you said kind of a hidden gem. I feel like I kind of found you guys a hidden gem that you really haven't had that much exposure to, other than you, Rose. You know, you know it very well. Right. But yeah. uh, Suzanne, Dave, I think you guys are kind of uh, – I would say this one's – I would recommend this one more than I recommended uh, The Great Outdoors. I think you might like this one. Really? Dave. Okay. I think I saw The Great Outdoors. Okay. Yeah. Well, because when I watched The Great Outdoors, I, I watched it and I was like, okay, you know, I, you know, I, that's fine, but it was a dumb comedy. Um, and I don't know. I just, I think had I seen it when I was younger, I would have appreciated it more. But, you know, okay. so I'm interested to give The Burbs a try. So I, cool. I tell you what, I'll commit to watching it. Okay. Nice. Cool. All right. Well, um, the timer went off, so I'm going to wrap things up real quick. Um, you can find us through bonsairetroclub.com. You can email us, mcfly at bonsairetroclub.com. You can uh, follow us on Twitter through Bonsai Retro Club, and uh, I am at 80s Auto Reverse. Suzanne is at at Suze Metaboni and Rose is 80s Music Girl or uh, what is it? Oh, I can't remember okay. the other one. Dragon it's something. Right. Dragon. Dragon Rose Rose, Rose Red. Dragon's Rose you Red. Yeah. Uh, so you can find us all through those mediums and go on uh, wherever you can and leave, leave uh, a review if you please and thank all of our awesome listeners on podbean we hit some milestones recently went over a thousand a thousand subscribers on that which is just a really great thing so thank you to all our podbean fans uh and uh, so i think that's about it Are you guys said did i cover everything sounds good you're good Dave? Mm -hmm. okay all right you guys have a good uh rest of your whatever and be excellent to each other Bye-bye. Bye-bye. This has been a Bonsai Retro Club production. Bonsai, Daniel said. Hey, Bonsai! Bonsai! Bonsai!